Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. This week we have Haley back on the show to start grading our 2022 NFL seasons by team. This week we are starting off with the Sad Cats, obviously. Tyler also joins the show and he is in town for the Super Bowl. Um, So we are also previewing the Super Bowl. Super fun show for you guys this week. Thanks so much for listening. Love you guys. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock them out, Mike Tyson. What is up, party people? Like Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, and this week I'm joined by Haley again and intern Tyler. So we have the whole squad here this week. Um, this is going to be probably one of the quickest episodes of this show ever because it's Super Bowl week. I'm really not into the Super Bowl this year. I don't have a ton to say, but we are going to start a new segment where we grade each NFL team's season from last season or this season, however you want to look at it. But per usual, we are going to start with our HLH, which is our high and our low and our hero of the last week. So something good that happened to you, something not so good that happened to you, and then something unexpectedly good that happened to you. Also, hi, Haley. Hi, Tyler. That was a very long-winded intro. But Haley, what is your high to start it off? I assume that that's oh my like gosh. the best way of how are you? I'm going to go first. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks. Um, I'm going to say my high is that yesterday... The three of us got food in the North End, and I haven't been in the North End of Boston in so long, and it's just cream of the crop Italian food. So it was literally so good, like the best meal I've had in forever. I've been moving over the last week, so I haven't had to like, haven't had the chance to sit down and eat a meal since I don't even know. Um, So that was bomb. It's definitely the high of the week for me. Okay, so I... We went to Trattoria El Panino, which is like my go-to place because I've never had a bad meal there. But I will say they're like known for their chicken parm. And I have to say, I have loved everything I've ever had there, but the chicken parm was mid. And I'm going to say it with my whole chest. She's spilling tea on the pod this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Tyler, would you agree or disagree that it was mid or not? So I haven't had too many chicken parms in my day, but it, it wasn't it wasn't amazing. I'm I'm not gonna say it was bad. No, it wasn't I, bad, but it was mid. But yeah, I agree. Okay, good. All right, we're on the same page. Um, my high is that I'm going to be an astrology thought for a second, and I don't even care. All planets are direct currently, and thank God the full moon in Leo is over because I had such a rough week last week. Me and Steph were like dying talking on the show about how just like last week was chaotic as fuck and I feel like it was chaotic as fuck for everyone so I'm gonna be an astrology thought and say it last week fucking sucked and I'm glad it's over and that's my high boom so yeah that's uh, fair shout out Steph for for coming on last week and fighting in the trenches with you online I'm sure we'll get I'm sure we'll get to it but yeah we love you Steph we appreciate you have it in the comments later to talk about um low Haley what was your low okay so I have my low as like when I think about like the show at the beginning of the day like I go through okay high low hero I have my low as the NBA trade deadline because anyone that knows me knows like I'm a sucker for the NBA and I'm a sucker for memes and there were talks about potentially getting Mo Bamba to Boston I was like can you imagine because just that song is so quintessential to our college experience. I feel yes. like, like just my whole world would kind of finally like come to fruition and it just didn't happen. He ended up going with the Lakers, which is whatever. And we can talk about that later, but um, my new low, that's not my low anymore. Um, I have a apparatus that I use to do recreational activities. That is glass um, that I broke about five minutes ago and sliced my is hand. That, is that why you went off camera? No, um, that was right before we jumped on the call. Oh my God. Um, so <laughs> it literally got stuck and I couldn't pull it out. So I had to, um, it actually snapped and sliced my finger open. Um, can we see it? I want to see it. If you don't like blood, probably close your eyes. I oh my God. No, 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 no. And it, the thing is, if you don't like blood, it's really whatever, because it's literally the smallest cut ever. Cause I'm so overdramatic. 
Well, let me see it. It's literally a paper cut. Stop. I I've actually cut my finger off before and I had to have it sewn back on twice. So it's okay. not bad. Yeah. It's okay. not bad. Small cuts um, are the worst though. But I yeah. literally, I've cut my finger off. I think you can see the scar right there. I have a scar on my middle one from trying to open a bottle of wine with a opened pair of scissors when I was a freshman in college and I slipped on the blade. These are the scissors I cut them off with. Um, RIP. I, I was know. cutting a pair of jeans and stabbed through my entire finger. Um, anyways, I actually, my low was that we had like negative 40 degree weather last week and like broke records for how cold it was. But I have a new low and it's we're just thriving with the lows. (laughs) Literally right before I got on the show, I decided to self tan because you know, if, if you're a girl, you self tan on Thursdays, Thursday is fucking self tan day because then you're tan for Friday night, Saturday, sorry, the hiccups and Sunday it's just the thing in the girl world. Okay. It is what it is. And I ordered a new self tan because it had really good reviews and it is so cool toned. It's like one of the like blue cool toned self tans. And I am very warm tone and I'm going to be honest with you guys. It does not match my foundation. It does not match my body. I am like a gray alien under this and I'm really worried about it. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) honestly like that is one of the most tragic things that can happen to you and the thing is when you're self-tanning you've already started so it is it is too late Mm -hmm. like when you have already gotten the gotten the vibe going I'm still an advocate I'm a big suntan city girl myself love suntan um just because I'm low effort and I am cool tone and it's like more cool tone. I feel like they're love a suntan city when um, I was growing or when I was in high school, we had like the lady in town that we would go to and like, literally you went to her house and she did the best job. I was obsessed with her. So I wish I had her still, but uh, I love suntan, suntan city. city. We'll have to do. I love suntan city. Um, yeah. So like, I'm a little worried about it and I also didn't think blah, 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 blah. Did not think planning my pedicure through because I'm getting a pedicure tomorrow like early afternoon and it's just gonna take off a lot of my tan so that's just like a weird low but it's a low um (laughs) anyways what was your hero so my hero I saw today this was on just I work in corporate sponsorship so I just ads in general online always stick out to me I'm always constantly looking at ads and what's in the ad spaces And I saw one today while I was doing some research for a segment we're going to talk about later. And it was a JBL speaker ad. And I'm going to make JBL my hero of the week, A, because I have had a couple of their products over the years and I really like them. I think that they're pretty good speakers. I know a lot of people can like pretty much get the same thing at Walmart, but I have always found that mine lasts really long and like are pretty waterproof, whatever. Anyway, plug over. They have an ad that says it's giving pro sound energy. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Everything. So I'm okay. obsessed. I'm obsessed with JBL right now. That's really it. good. I have a confession and I didn't think I was gonna have to come out about it this early. I fucking hate the Whopper commercial, but I love what has come of the Whopper commercial. <laughs> was so good because Tyler and I just send Whopper remixes to each other all day every day I'm I obsessed fu- with the me Whopper too commercial. the commercial it's literally all of my Instagram real feed my TikTok feed is just <laughs> when Whopper, Tyler's Whopper, on Whopper. social media it's literally like videos and I get it's so invested in I'm like head. what is it and it just ends with the Whopper seven. it's so annoying me too it's so good though I hate the commercial because I think it's because it comes on at like the most inconvenient times. Like I swear to God, Damar Hamlin was fucking dying and they cut to the Whopper commercial. Like, and it just rings in my brain. I like anytime like the Jags were losing or the Bucks have had like blown a lead or something. I swear to God, I'm like triggered as fuck. And all I hear is Whopper, 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 (laughs) Whopper. And I'm just like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to shout out our buddy Connor because he literally when that when that started months ago on Sundays we would just stay and watch and it would come on whatever they would stream it on it would be like the rotating commercial and he would get up grab the remote and change it literally every time so it was just like I'm it's instilled for me to like leave the room or like change the channel immediately and I feel like I'm getting rickrolled it's very like triggering to that time of the internet like 
Yes. You know what changed it for me? I sent this TikTok to both of you and it's the this one. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I'm going to have to put that on the SNS Instagram on Saturday. But like that is what changed my mind for me because I was not expecting to see that at all. I just like love anything SpongeBob. And then I saw that they remixed it and I was like, fine, fuck it. I'm balls to the wall. Like I'm all in on this. So have you seen Northwest do that? That remix? No. On TikTok? Because that's Kanye, obviously, at the beginning. So it's like, I saw in the Daily Mail, it was like, Northwest singing Kanye song on TikTok. And then I looked at the TikTok and then it ended up being a Whopper meme. And I was like, not not Northwest Whopper memeing me. (laughs) Whopper memeing Kanye. Yeah, Whopper rolling. Do you even think that she knows that's her dad? Oh, yeah. There's all, we'll get into it later, but there's lots of tea going on in that realm um especially at their basketball games so there's like yeah okay my anyway my hero is trevor lawrence's letter to jacksonville i am obsessed like okay a lot of people are gonna hate this take and i'm not saying this and like an i don't cheer for trevor way and an i don't want the best for trevor and i don't want the best for the jags this is just how i feel if trevor lawrence were on any other team i don't think i would like him i'm going to be honest with you like he just i love that he's like evolved to having like more big dick energy but like i don't know i love him as a person i think he's a stand up dude i think he's a good dude just for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's the hair. I don't like it just, if you were on any other team, I'm so sorry, Trevor. I'm so sorry, Jacksonville. I fucking, I love Trevor Lawrence. I want him to be my quarterback forever. I think he's such a good dude, but I swear to God, if he were on any other team, I don't think I would like him. Yeah. This is a bit of a sensitive subject for me because Nance is like a real bag Nancy's is my mom um she's a big Clemson fan so she has been like very ride or die Trevor since the college days um but I kind of don't disagree with your take I think it's that I think for me it's I think I would like him if he was at any other team but I get what you're saying in that like if he was with the Raiders or like a team that like kind of just already has douchey energy, like I can see him being not so likable. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I love him. I love like who he's become in this city. I'm so glad that he's like coming out of his shell and is like funny and like just a good dude, like seeing him stand there and like shake everyone's hand at the end of the season was fucking awesome. I think he's a stand up dude. I just, there's something, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he is like, and we've seen him in person too. Like at the end, of, at the end of the Titans game, like he's he's really you know great with the fan base and, and the yeah, team. Yeah, he's so. a great dude. But like, I just I think it's because I didn't like him in college. I don't know. Like, I do you remember that? I and I've talked about this before. Do you remember the video of him that went viral on like Barstool and Clemson Barstool back when Barstool was actually cool and blah. Um, and it was like, did you just hear my asthma? I should have hit my inhaler. Before I did like, hear that. You're ah! coming for my, you're coming for my brand. You're coming for, um, it's not easy he, being wheezy. It ain't easy. Where he did like his like final semester project on like his hair. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That, it's I so think good. That that's just the way that I see him. And it's just ingrained into my brain. I don't know. I'm not saying this in a negative way. I literally worship Trevor Lawrence. I want him to be my quarterback until I fucking die or whatever. But I don't know. Oh, if you were on any other team, I don't know. Okay. Um, are we drinking anything abnormal? I'm drinking a cherry cola Zevia. These are the best ones, by the way. Yeah, I was gonna choose not to call you on that. We I we did get high noons because we were gonna be on. So this is a seltzer. I don't want to hear it. You know, I'm in my sober curious era. Okay. You are. You are so sober curious right now. I want to die. <laughs> what what um, flavor is that? Rank the rank the Yerzevia flavors. Ooh. Okay. Actually, can I rank my like health alternative drinks instead? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I think Zevia one, Olipop two, Poppy three. Wow. I don't I know the literally team. any of those. I've only had Zevias. And the root beer Zevia is easily the best. 
the root I do like the I do like the root beer one. The ginger ale one's really good too. But this is just like it tastes like a diet cherry coke, and I kind of like it. The Mountain Dew Zevia, I think, is also slept on. Mm. It tastes. Just I know like there was Mountain one. Dew. Yeah. Oh, it's just a like big Mountain, Mountain Dew. Oh, I wish that I was like blissfully ignorant and didn't know that this shit was bad for you. Haley and her vape. Um, Stop! <laughs> I literally in my hand. I'm like, should I rip it now? Or rip it later. Although I have to say, um, Tyler did send me a really good clip from uh, the barstool mini golf uh, tour when one of them used their vape as a ball marker, and that is so good. Oh, man. And both of you Some know of that shit would be is- me. Some you of their shit is that funny. Me, Some of their shit is funny. I just hate their brand. Okay. It wasn't even like it was it's just that moment all in itself was just like, that's me. I, I, the Larsa Pippen, the Larsa Pippen thing had me rolling the other day. Well, we we can we can get into that too, because um for those of you who don't know, I'm very big into the real housewives, and she is a real housewife of Miami, and there is just so much tea to unpack. But anyway, so that was your hero. We want to get a little bit into NFL stuff, yeah? I think the most exciting game of the year. I think that, do do we want to rank stuff first or do we want to do Super Bowl first? I think we do Super Bowl first because I'm like really not into the Super Bowl this year. (laughs) You're literally about to throw up talking about it. I, okay. I love everyone. I do it. We know I'm a draft girl, but like I, this is like the first time I'm just not into that suit. Like I'm not that into the Super Bowl. I have been watching Love Island over Super Bowl coverage. I've only listened to like four interviews. I don't even know who I am anymore. I just, it, I don't know. I'm not into it. I think it's because I'm not into like mainstream media at the moment as much as I used to be. Like, I don't want to sit there and listen to fucking Stephen A. Smith talk about the Super Bowl because I don't respect his opinion on the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. I think especially from your perspective, right? Like when you are coming from a world where you cover not obviously like the Super Bowl, but events like that. Um, I think you see it probably a different way, you know, than other people do. I like it for the content that comes out of it. I've always thought, and I've thought more so in the last couple of years, the overall media circus and just like the Monday, Tuesday, right after the Pro Bowl, it's just like ridiculous. Like, like let them practice, let them play. Like, it's just not, I agree. It's just, I'm kind of over it and I don't really find myself watching it, but obviously they have an audience enough to the point where they are able to do that coverage all day long. So, I mean, it's really big for sponsors too. That's the other thing I have to keep yeah, in mind. Totally. There's a lot of money in it. There's a lot yeah. of money that goes into the Super Bowl, and, you know, where they're hosting in the hotels they stay at and where they're doing these events is really important to those people too. So have yeah. to keep that in mind. I just feel it's Thursday before the Super Bowl. I've heard it all by now. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I just kind of want the game to be over and I never feel that way. I'm more excited for Rihanna than I am for the fucking Super Bowl. And I have never felt that way about a halftime show before. Mm-hmm. I agree. Is there a way to bet on if she's going to drop a new song or not? I don't know. What do you think, Tyler? Is that in the... If if Tyler doesn't know, Steph definitely knows. So we'll have to follow up with Steph on that question. I would doubt that specific. But I I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Rihanna lore is so deep. The Rihanna she's been teasing music for so long. And like, I don't know. She just had a baby. Like, do it to us, girl. We have been waiting for a new Rihanna album since. God, I was in like high school, I think. It's been an embarrassingly long time. And the have you seen the Lift Me Up memes at all? No. So Lift Me Up is the song she came out with on the new Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever album. Um, really moving, like obviously like a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Um, but it's kind of a bummer. Really good song, but kind of a bummer. So her fans are like, if she opens the Super Bowl with this song, I'm gonna walk out. Like, because like our like our favorite Rihanna Jans are like on the replay. Like umbrella. Like, um, I want bed, but Wale is not coming out on that stage. What channel um, is the Super Bowl on? Is it ESPN? If it's ESPN, they're definitely starting with the one. No, it's not. 
No, it's is, is it, it NBC ABC? I don't know. It's Fox. As long next as year. it's not Disney, it's, I know it's Fox. As long next as it's year. not Disney, I don't think we it's ESPN because they would have shoved it down our throats by now. Definitely, it's definitely um, not ESPN. I think it's ABC or NBC. But okay, who do we think she's bringing out? Because I think Drake for sure. Oh yeah, it is on Fox. Everybody, it, it is, is on, on Fox, Fox two years in a row. So I think it's on Fox this year, not oh, on I Fox next year. Yes, not or. Is it on Fox three years in a row? No, 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 no. Just the next two years. And then they do like the thing where they keep switching after that. Yeah. So Fox this year, Fox next year. Then they go back to normal. I'm team Greg Olson. I think he's fucking yeah, awesome. We can talk about that too. I mean, that's looking like he's going to have a whole nother season to get some commentary. Yeah. On I think a lot of people have been commenting Before on that Brady because- comes in and scoops his job. Well, I don't know. Do we think that Brady is going to be a good broadcaster? Also, I don't think up. it matters if he's good or not. He's going to be in that spot. Well, I do because here's what's going to happen. At least like, not initially. Not Greg initially. Olson deserves that job. But the For thing sure. is, is that it's going to be Brady's. And if Brady, not that I think Brady's ever going to be bad at anything. I think he's going to be great. But if he stinks, then it's like, well, shit, you're just going to run Greg Olson. And he's going to go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is at this rate, I feel like every single week I'm watching a, new, a different team, like a different commentary team in the sense that it's the same guys, but between the broadcast and what games they're broadcasting, I feel like it's a pretty even rotation where you get to see a lot of different faces. So whether or not Greg Olson stays with Fox or moves on to one of the literal four other <laughs> channels that we can watch at this. And it's annoying in season, right? Cause you're like, what fucking channel is this on? Like, I literally don't know. And now prime for our favorite day of the week, Thursday night football. Um, but yeah, I really would like to see Drake come out for Rihanna. Um, Drake, I'm trying to think of like who else realistically could come out. They could do the throwback throwback and have Eminem come out, but no, they already did that not last year. Chris Brown. It's not going to be future. No. Can you imagine? No, I'm just saying, but like, I'm trying to think of other people that it could be other than like Drake. I think it would just be Drake. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, know. not that I'm. Or someone know. wild like Stevie Wonder, or like a really well, cool, like, like older yeah. artist that like she's inspired like, by. Her song with, is it with Elton John? No, it's who is Paul McCartney like, and Paul Kanye. McCartney and Kanye. It's not going to be those two. Like, no. But, uh. That's the thing. When you make like music with such problematic people, and it's not of any fault of her own, it's just by the circumstance. Um, but yeah, I have no idea. I really hope she comes out. I think she's been teasing a new album. I really hope we get one. I am a big fan of Rihanna. I love her music. Um, I'm hoping for an inclusive halftime performance because she's been really great with her, obviously, like her makeup line and her fashion label and being able to include, you know, people I, plus I don't size think and color. Would, yeah, I don't even that's think cool. that that's ever even in question. I think that she's going to do it and she's going to do it big. Yeah, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they come up with. She's a super creative mind, so I think it'll be a great halftime performance. I'm excited. I'm more excited for that than um, the Super Bowl, I think. That being said, because it's going to be so inclusive, I think the Karens are going to come out immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I already don't think that the Karens are big Rihanna fans. Yeah. Um, So I I doubt that they'll watch. I bet it'll be kind of like... watching i'm gonna go in the other room situation so it would be kind of funny if asap came out yeah that would be cool i would that could be that is more likely than a couple other people that we've listed um so we are partying at my house the three of us and nancy Haley's mom and my friend alexa and celtic speed steve are going to be at my house for the super bowl i guess we should probably figure out some kind of content to make i don't know what it'll be but we will do something yeah we'll 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 brainstorm um i'm also i'm cheering for the eagles but i think the chiefs are gonna win who are you guys cheering for slash who do you think is going to win this is how I feel about the Super Bowl. You don't care? I, as a Patriots fan, as a New England fan, I'm very, not not necessarily bored either. Because I, here's the thing. This is a really, like, hot take. And I, like, I almost want to throw up even saying it. But I hope, I want 
Philly to win. Like, I really want them to win. Me too. Um, it is a popular take and a take that I agree with that because we want Philly to win so bad, inevitably Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to win. Um, obviously, as a New England fan, do I ever want to see Philly succeed? No. Love the city of Philadelphia. Their fan base booed Santa. So that's kind of wild. Um, are they the better team? I think so. I think that my best case scenario is one that I've heard. And I know <laughs> like if the chiefs win it, but not because they deserve to, because the calls go their way, which they probably will. Cause they inevitably always do. So that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I hope Philly wins because I don't ever want to see Mahomes win just because I'm not his fan, but See, I decided to weigh it as like the, I, I don't know. I decided to like, look at like who I liked more, but also it just came down to the fact that I'm still bitter about the Chiefs beating the Jags. I love Philly. I love Philly fans. I like love Philly teams. I have said that a million times. I'm cheering for the Eagles. My score prediction is that I think it's going to be 30-27 Chiefs win. But like I said, fly Eagles fly. Yeah, I think I just need to kind of get over like the fact that I'm like ride or die New England all the time. And I'm just going to I'm going to do the same. I'm going to ride with the Eagles. Yeah, I really. I really want them to win. I really want them to win. Like, Tyler, are you going Eagles? Actually, let's do the sad cat parlay because like, yeah, I'm also not pulling for either team. I'm pulling for the sad cat parlay. Yeah, that is two plus two or more. Travis Kelsey touchdowns and a Jalen Hurts touchdown anytime. That's all okay. we need. Okay. All we need. That's I think it's need. plus like nine fifty or something like that. I'll post it uh, sometime this weekend. But I'm gonna put a dollar on the sad cat parlay tomorrow at the casino. That'll win you a solid nine bucks if it hits. Yeah, maybe I'll put Let's twenty go. bucks down. Maybe I'll do it. I don't know. I've oh. never. Okay, I've never actually sports bet in person. I know. I think we need to do that at all together. So are we meeting at the casino tomorrow? Yeah, I guess we should. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 No, we'll 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 talk. We'll talk offline. All right. All right. We're doing it. Um. So go sad cat parlay. That being said, Tyler thought that we should do a grading NFL teams 2022 season. And we're going to start off with the sad cats. We kind of went back and forth over whether we thought we should do it by division um, but I think that we've decided to do it by mascot. Is that our final decision? I think like we're going to group the cats together, maybe the birds together, um, like yeah, people themed sure. teams and then like other yeah. racist teams. <laughs> oh my God. Um, all right. So we have all of the sad cats. Some of them, I don't, honestly, I'm going to be upfront. I don't think any cat themed team had a sad season. It was a solid year for the cats. I think it was a great year for the cats. I have everybody the only, passing. The outlier is the uh, Carolina Panthers, but they agree. They yeah. turned it around. They turned it around yes. after they got rid of uh, Matt Rule. Yeah. So we can talk about the Panthers first. I gave the Panthers a solid B. And my reasoning for doing so is one, I don't think you can have an A when you hire your head coach from the beginning of the season. Two, I think when you finish second in your division, after firing your head coach during the season, like regardless of the fact that it's the worst division in football, that's pretty impressive. Um, Three, I think the defense is solid. My drawback here is that the quarterback position is still fucking atrocious. I think that they kind of had some momentum from the struggles that they had due to the head coaching situation and the quarterback position. I've looked at a lot of their mock drafts also, and I don't really see them trying to change the quarterback situation. And I don't think that you can ride with Sam Darnold and be successful. So I go solid B for those reasons. Do you know what pick they have off the top of your head? Um, I want to say it's in the top like 10 or I want to say it's between 10 and 15, maybe. Yeah, it's a bad year. Maybe 10. They they pick ninth overall. Okay. Yeah. Ninth overall. And I see them basically being like secondary or like a linebacker. So 
I think that it, when you lose an when you lose a weapon like Christian McCaffrey, like obviously, like that's going to put a dent in your season, right? And I think that if they don't make up for that very obvious hole in their, you know, not only their team but essentially their entire franchise, like he was so huge for them. I feel like, and and to see him succeed in such a way in San Francisco has got to be kind of a dig. So, I you know, for morale purposes, I, I think, think the that, biggest issue for me is that. I don't trust them to build the talent that they got in return for Christian McCaffrey. That's right. why I think, and you know, people love to be like, well, we're not going to know who wins or loses a trade. No, we will eventually. And honestly, I, I think that, I think that San Francisco, despite the fact that they're not playing in a Super Bowl, like they're going to have a shot to next year after that we'll see. And we can like, we'll see about the quarterback position and how they just, dis- how that shakes out. But I don't know. I just don't trust them to like draft people that can replace him or will replace him or will be worth that. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have, so it's their ninth overall. They have seven picks in the draft for the 2023 draft. So, I mean, we'll see it, you know, again, it's one of those things where, you know, the sad cats, I feel like in general, almost all of them, I never know how they're going to draft. There so, are some teams I can feel really confident in, and there are some, and the sad cats included. I they go in there, and I never know what they're gonna do. So, what's your we'll grade? On, what's your grade on their season? I'm gonna give them a B minus. Um, B minus. I'm gonna okay. give them a B minus. Uh, Panthers. I, and maybe that's because if you follow me on Instagram, I did just reshare the video of Cam Newton, and he is wearing a Panthers hat in that video. So, like, tough look for them. Um, <laughs> So maybe that's why like, I'm still a little mad, but um, no, I, I think that you, I think you make some really good points, but I, I definitely think that McCaffrey was a huge L for them this season. And I think, like you said, you know, well, we, we can't tell you who won the, who won the trade. It's the end of the season. They made it farther than you. They won the trade. Yeah. I mean, they were flirting with the playoffs there for a second, which felt like a weird reality but it's just because that division was so bad right and And that's the thing you have to keep in mind in the future it's definitely the Falcons division but just on this last season I'm going solid B just because they finished second in their division and for a long time I thought that there was like no end in sight okay Bengals what is your grade for them Cincinnati Bengals get an A from me, 12 and four on the season, number one in the division. Joe Burrow leads into a conference champ, not conference championship, but almost they were in it though. So like kind of huge for them. Um, Kendra's favorite player this season, Eli Apple had a great season. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, that was a joke, but um, no, I thought, yeah, I just thought they looked really great. I thought Joe Mixon had a great season and outside of that, uh interesting conference championship which we never really got to talk about Kendra you and I but um I feel bad for Cincy fans I think Cincy fans are 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 great and like I said I've been riding with Cincy since the hard knocks uh season and I give him an A I give him an A minus no I give him an A because I can't do that to Joe I gotta give Joe A A A A I'm going B plus because they definitely had a rough start to the season. I was kind of for a hot second. I do remember the thought crossing my mind of being like, what if they go from being a team who was in the Super Bowl last year and had a lot of like most of their talent return and was like the worst in their division um, at the end of it. But I knew that that wasn't like a serious reality, but it was something that crossed my mind at the beginning of the season. I won't lie to you, but I think that being one game away and like missing a Super Bowl when you have so much of your talent that's in question to return next year and you're going to owe Joe Burrow a lot of money coming up and you were honestly just like a player to away from being there. Like I, I thought that that game against Kansas City kind of got out of hand for a minute and then they came back and I was just like, all right, like they could seriously make this happen. They could go to the Super Bowl, and they have a very realistic shot. Despite the amount of injuries that they had going down the stretch of the season, especially into the postseason, the offensive line was like beat the fuck up, and they played really well. And like through the stretch of like the rest of the postseason, I seriously thought that they might go back to the Super Bowl. 
but they have so much talent that's like up in the air for next year that I'm like, I can't give them an A because if they made it to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl, fine. Or even if they made it to the Super Bowl and lost, fine. That's an A of a season. I just think when you have so much in question for next year and you're going to owe Joe Burrow a lot of money and the longer you wait to sign him a big contract, the more expensive he's going to get. I think that that's why it feels like a B plus to me because they didn't get the job done. And on top of that, what the fuck is this Joe Mixon situation? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I yeah. know the charges were dropped, but like, that's just weird to me. I don't know. Sus. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is really sus. The whole situation is really sus. I'm going to stick with my A rating um, just because like you pointed out that O-line, especially by like the playoffs, it felt like every single game, they were just absolutely decimated more and more and more. Um, and I think their ability to keep it together and make it through the conference championship where I feel like other teams with those injuries would not be able to do so, um, really spoke to them as a team and their ability to adjust, um, disappointed they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Honestly, I was really rooting for them. So I'm going to stick with an A or A minus. I don't know. I'm going to give myself an F for ability to remember the players on the team and who <laughs> the hell we're talking about, but we'll I'm going to give we'll the Bengals. It. We're going to yeah, cut, cut, cut all of that. Literally <laughs> Tyler, just we're gonna cut up it. to the point where I did this, cut it, cut, cut it. it. But Cincinnati Bengals, A or A minus. Uh, I'm going to do that to you, but that was so bad. But the people will never know what we're talking about. It was literally the most embarrassing moment of my life. I kind of (laughs) want to just like jump out that window, to be honest. Um, I think that like the next time we have a dare or something, you have to wear that player's jersey of mine. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Or we can do um, another. I had a really good one with you one time when we watched... um, Clemson when we watched remember we watched Clemson and I walked into the bar and I was like everybody's favorite SEC team <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so good no honey they're not in the SEC you're like no no you like see the giant rip I was it's like, okay New Englanders don't get college like, thank you guys this is so I'll awesome die on that hill All yeah right. no we have no idea what the hell is going on ever Tyler I know you might not have notes on the Lions, but if you do slash don't, I need an a grade for you on the season because you're our resident Lions fan. I don't see how you could go any lower than A+. Plus. A+, plus? okay. They blew season expectations completely out of 1, the water. 1,000%, I agree with you. Is it an A-plus in the league, or is it an A-plus for the Lions? I think it would, I mean, for the Lions, or for the league, it would probably be closer to a B. But for the Lions, <laughs> A plus. Sorry, okay, I, I'm hearing you. Okay, well, can you give me your top reasons? Daddy Campbell. Yes, I have easily. him on my list as well. Um. I think Jared Goff really came into being a solid quarterback. It like we went from beginning of the season. Oh, we're probably going to get rid of somebody, go f- after someone in the draft. I don't think they go after a quarterback in the draft. No. I don't either, especially because he's cheap. I have that in my notes. Especially because he's cheap and especially because this is a weak quarterback class. Yeah. Um, I definitely think we're going to roll with Jared Goff for Have at to. least he next that job. year, probably the next He's a big years. head coach guy too. And I feel yeah. like him and daddy Campbell definitely have a I, great I don't have the growing relationship. So. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but his stats under uh, like McVay and Campbell are like exponentially better than when he was under like Jeff Fisher and whoever else was the, his quarterback before. Yeah, he plays really well in the system that he can gel in and, and mm-hmm. obviously be able to communicate with. But I, I love Jared Goff. I was a big fan of him under uh, yeah, I, too. Yeah, I had him in my notes. Obviously, he went to a Super Bowl, which is like huge for any quarterback. But I agree with you. The Dan Campbell thing, I think he just needed some time to like find his footing in this league. And he like did later in this season. And I think he's definitely their dude. Two, like you said, Jared Goff, like – 
he earned his keep there the same way that Daniel Daniel Jones did in New York for me. Like, and I think that they're going to be an affordable guy to keep around if they can get receivers other than Amon Ross St. Brown, who is like definitely a draft pick that fucking worked out for them. If they can surround him with one or two more guys at that position, huge. Hey, Jamison um, Williams, he's going to be huge yes. when he's like fully back and healthy yeah. and in the system. Yes. We saw him in like two games and he already looked incredible. I Agreed. thought out of that draft class of wide receivers, I thought he had the highest ceiling of all of them. Yeah, I just, I think that he also was going to like need a little bit of time to find his footing. But if he yeah. turns into the it's guy a that a tough everybody... injury to come back from as yeah. a rookie. Yeah, exactly. It kind of feels like Travis Etienne, but if he can do the same thing mm-hmm. that Etienne did, then perfect. You've got another For guy. Sure. For sure. Um, on top of like, I had Amon Ross St. Brown in my notes as well. That's like another huge plus for them. Um, and I, I think that like the division that they were put in and to almost make the playoffs, it would have been fucking money for them to beat the Packers, but the place that they were put in against the Vikings and Aaron Rodgers, I think that that's huge to be able to make a name in that division for yourself. That being said, moving forward, Aaron Rodgers obviously will get to like talk about his like hints at like maybe retiring or going somewhere else. That's also huge for him. And the fact that like the bears seem to always be a shit show. And it's like the future of this division, I think is the Vikings dependent. I mean, I don't think Kirk cousins is like a long-term solution for them or anything. We're not, we're not Kirk apologists around here, but I do think that their team is good and their coaching is good. And I think that they're going to continue to be good in that division, but the bears continue to seem to be a shit show, whether it's true that they're shopping Justin Fields or not. Either you're going to be getting rid of a quarterback that you've put into that system and getting another one in like CJ Stroud or whoever they decide to pick, trade back, whatever. That seems to be a dumpster fire. That and would be if, wild if they went from fields to CJ It's a conversation. Buckeye to Buckeye. Yeah, but it's a conversation, dude. And it's like, I don't think that Ryan Day has proven himself as like this quarterback whisperer, like everyone has seemed to hype these guys up for him. And I wish that he was because go cats. But like, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like, you know what I'm saying? And so I think that whether they do that or not, the fact that there's even a conversation surrounding it has got to be tough for Justin Fields. And like, you can make that motivation as much as you want, but like, holy fuck, that sucks. And so I think that the future of that division is going to be the Lions and the Vikings. Um, so I think that that's huge all around for them. I think it's an A. I don't say A plus, but I think that they've, I think if they made the postseason, that would have been an A plus, but in that division, it's fucking tough. It's not like they were playing in the NFC South, you know? Yeah, I agree. I'm going to have to give them an A minus just because they didn't make the playoffs. Um, but I remain really excited to see what they do for the draft. They have four picks in the first 60 overall picks, um, two in the first round, two in the second. And I think when you pick someone like Aiden Hutchinson, there's an immense amount of pressure on an organization to kind of do something with that and be able to integrate them into their system in a productive way where they can stick out. And I feel like we've seen a lot of, not to trigger you, but like a lot of situations where, you know, maybe those first 10 picks didn't really end up super great in the way that they were hyped up to be, especially during draft time. So um, I think that if I the wish Lions, that we took sauce. I, oh my God. We can talk about, I'm so I deep in the sauce train right now. Sauce. Oh my God. And I'm a well, Patriots fan. Do you understand okay. how much that means for me to say that? That's you, insane. You both were with me at the draft and you knew that I was an Aiden Hutchinson truther. And it's like, I did want Aiden Hutchinson, but I'm so glad that he's in Detroit and I wouldn't have it any other way. I think he's a great fit there. Even really selfishly, do. you know what I'm boy. Even, even selfishly. So it's like, I would even let Trayvon fucking fall to take sauce at one and keep Aiden in mm. Detroit just because I'm a team player, bitch. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I, I've been, and the thing with the lions too, is I feel like they're one of those franchises that at the end of every season, no matter how shitty it is, you want to root for them. Like you want them to do well. Like you, you know, there's, you know, Cleveland and the Bagheads, whatever, but like Detroit, you remain very optimistic at the end of each season for the next season. And I think if they're able to draft well and really build up their offense in a way that can, you give Jared Goff a couple weapons, like you can make it to a Super Bowl. We've seen it happen before. So I think, you know, give it Aiden a couple of hands on defense too. You have four picks in the first 60 picks. So Mm-hmm. we'll see what they can do if they can integrate they, them as well so 
and they've proved that they can draft, you know? So right, not, that's my thing, right. Yeah, so um, I think that they're, I think honestly, they could win this division next season, regardless of if Aaron Rodgers comes back to Green Bay or not. Yeah, I think your points about the division oh, are we've, huge. We've handled too. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not worried oh, about Aaron. We've handled we've, Aaron Rodgers, bitch. Yeah. Not the Detroit homeboy. Fuck your shit. We've Fuck handled your him. shit, Tyler. Send him into, leave cinnamon. If he does retire, Lions, I'm 100% claiming, sent him into retirement. <laughs> the Lions sent Aaron Rodgers into retirement. Well, I'm, I'm, we can talk about this later because I do have this as a note. Um, last but not least, before we get into our closing stuff, we're going to talk about the Jags. This is the easiest answer for me, and I have to say A+. And I'm going to defend all of it because... Did we, and I've said this all season, did we leave some fucking games on the board that we should have won? Yes. My thing that I want to talk about most is that I said at the beginning of the season that I was upset that it felt that they left those games on the table because Doug was prioritizing Trevor fitting into his system over winning winnable games. He wanted Trevor to buy in. He wanted the team to buy in. And if that took like going and like gunning for some things that you shouldn't have as a head coach and like trying to give your guys some confidence, fucking fine. Doug Peterson is one of those polarizing coaches where he, his balls are so big that it's like, he, <laughs> he either, you either fucking love him when it works out and you hate him when it doesn't. And those were the moments where I hated him when it didn't. But it felt like the Ravens game is where the switch happened and Trevor Lawrence arrived. The team came out. It literally felt like a fucking coming out party for that entire team. Like everyone had finally bought in and they were gelling together. The offense was putting points on the board. Yes, turnovers were a problem and still are a problem. But the fact that this team went from losing six games in a row to just fucking not losing another was wild to me this team like I just I've bought into Doug I was upset that it wasn't Byron because the team sold us on Byron but I'm so into Dougie Duval like I said I fucking love Trevor it was it was tough watching them lose some of those games but I'm so glad that they did because now we've come full circle and it's like the city feel I I mean I know that I was just there for the playoffs and stuff but it feels like the city just feels different like for both of those games we are playing with house money and like Trevor Lawrence said that even Publix felt different. And I swear to fucking God, it did. Like everything felt different. Go like it just, it was something that I haven't felt going home in so long. And like, that sounds like I like, I'm not going to cry because I'm not lame. But like when Trevor said that in that article, I was like, that's like the most subtle way of saying it, but it's so fucking true because even just like walking into the grocery store felt fucking different. And like, I'm going to say this. We're putting it on record. Mike Caldwell and Trent Balky, I like you for now. For now. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, it was funny because we didn't mention it during uh, the last time I was on, but Trent Balky in San Fran, right around year four. So we're entering right around year four with the Jags. So for now. We like you, but let's for, keep it for going. For now, do and I not... like your draft picks from last season? <laughs> no. no, I fucking don't. I love there's video White evidence. <laughs> no, I there's a literally a video of me crying on the table. Clip it, clip <laughs> it here. Clip literally. here. <laughs> so serious. I thought that Devin Lloyd was gonna be a better player than he is. Mm-hmm. I do think that there's time to turn around. Like I said, I think outside of the quarterback position, two seasons is enough. Quarterbacks need three. Next year, fine. I dislike it even more because we took Chad Muma, who seemed to have more production after Definitely. we traded up to get Devin Lloyd. Definitely. I think anytime you draft a first pick overall and they're not considered for a rookie of the year award, L, absolute L. Um, and I don't know, like the rest of the draft just feels, I mean, we talked, we talked about like the offensive line draft. Fine. I'm cool with that. This draft is really going, like you said, this year is going to be, do I like you or do I fucking hate you? And I think that that's going to be huge. If Caldwell can keep whatever fucking magic happened with that defense, the second half of the season going next year, 
fine. I'm not ecstatic about it, but I can't be mad at what happened with that defense in the second half of the season. And if we can keep those guys or some of those guys together, I don't care if they're not the 2017 defense because they're not. This offense is also way better than that offense. So I'll take the trade off. But if we can even, God, keep 90% of the production they had the second half of the season, I'm fucking all in. Fine. Mike Caldwell, fine. Yeah. I'm looking around the room for something to use as a trophy, but I don't really have anything. So I'm going to gift the Jags this plant as the winner of the sad cat parlay for me this season. A pluses all around. I was very happy with the season. Shout out to the city of Jacksonville and um, all my friends on Twitter. Rip my Twitter account that was deleted by Elon. But um, this was like my first season really like getting to know Jags fans and getting to go to Jags games. And I just cannot be more um, complimentary of their fan base and and the way that they do things. Just an absolute blast. Oh, yeah. But like I said, a million times in this show alone, I'm from Boston, so totally fine. Um, (laughs) Other than that, like without selfish reasons, I think the Jags, you know, the the. Stats speak for themselves to go from the first round in the draft to a playoff spot is incredible. I think that's an amazing turnaround. Um, A lot of big changes in their front office that I think are really beneficial to how they are operating, both from a coaching perspective and for those two planes to be able to communicate in an effective way is huge. Um, Especially in Jacksonville. Holy fuck. Right. So I think that, you know, that bodes well for their organization in the future. I think that that it, it, the vibe is very positive. And I think that the momentum, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago is very much in their favor going into the off season. Um, and the excitement around Trevor and, and, you know, his commitment to the community, hopefully for the, for the foreseeable future is, is, you know, promising. And so I think that they get an A plus from me, man. Um, you said at the beginning of the year, you wanted them to be over 500 and a playoff spot would be great. And they achieved both those things. So I didn't even want playoffs. I just wanted over 500 and some fucking improvement. And I got way more than that. I, it, (laughs) it's so funny because last season I was like, fine. That bills game was worth all of it. Honestly, like that was worth all of the hurt last year, whatever, the Chargers game this year was just worth it all. Honestly, having Trevor also worth it all. Even if I wouldn't like him on another team, worth it. I don't care. Fucking mint. <laughs> um, so that's our first grading of NFL teams 2022 seasons. RIP Sad Cat season. I think they fucking crushed it. Let us know what you think. And to some closing segments, pop culture shit. Haley, what's your pop culture? So we had the Grammys this weekend, kicking off award season. Um, sick. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't really following a lot of the nominees that well. Uh, Lizzo won big for record of the year. Super well-deserved. Really love her. I think she's extremely talented. Um, and she's gorgeous and really is a great example for women out there. Um and she's just a bad bitch. She's awesome. Um, drama with Offset and Quavo ahead of the Wait, takeoff. Wait, okay, I don't understand. What happened? So there was a, obviously, takeoff, the member of Migos that was um, tragically killed this year. They did a tribute to him um, that Quavo was going to do. It was a Quavo song that he was going to perform. And um, Offset was you know trying to go on stage with him and Quavo said no like you're not coming with me I'm doing this by myself they get into allegedly a physical altercation backstage fighting about it um this is all prior to the actual performance and there's iPhone footage of this fight happening off camera but you hear Cardi yelling like both of y'all stupid like swearing like she's trying to break it up obviously um Quavo goes to tweet after, or I, I believe it was Quavo who tweeted after, you know, fighting with my brother, like, what the hell you think this is? Like, it's not really that big of a deal. Like, he's my brother. We have disagreements, things like that. But apparently it was really intense. Um, so that was crazy. Um, Dylan Mulvaney, I don't know if you follow her on TikTok at all. She was there at the Grammys and uh, did a video with Laverne Cox. That was super nice um, and really inspiring. So usually I'm not for, you know, TikTok creators and that kind of thing being at these events, just in the sense that um, I think depending on who they are and what their platform is trying to achieve, it doesn't really make any sense. But seeing a creator like Dylan there, I thought that was really awesome um, and much different than like, you know, a James Charles or something being there. So 
to use their platform in a good way and be able to share it, I thought was really cool. Um, and yeah, that was kind of all I thought for the Grammys. Um, Oscar season's coming up. Tyler and I are very excited. We have I our don't picks. watch any of these things. I know, I know. Grammys, Grammys is kind of whatever to me. Um, I I like the fashion and things like that. Nobody really stood out. I to do me, like though, the fashion. I'm just uncultured. I don't watch movies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, mo- yeah, I'm I'm big on Oscar season just for the tea and, and all the drama, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, I like your pop culture segment. I, we can talk about that because that's crazy. Um, I want to talk about how Beyonce is going back on tour. First of all, I loved her disco ball hat. I loved her outfit. I loved her marketing for it. But I just, and I might get a lot of hate for this just because I'm not a big Swifty either. I do like a lot of Beyonce's old music, but I'm just not like freaking out like to get in line to buy Beyonce tickets. Like I wouldn't, unless they were like free, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd go. I don't care that much too. I don't know. Is that weird? No, I think that it's, the classic middle-aged dad response about going in person to the Patriots games at Gillette. Mm. If you're going to pay that much money, I want to be sitting in my heated house watching the game with incredible views from my TV. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the thing with me with Beyonce and I, I don't know if you saw her performance in Dubai. She's absolutely incredible. She's absolutely incredible. Like one of the most talented artists of our generation. I think in the last couple of years, if I were to go to a Beyonce concert now, it would be more than anything to see what she does from a visual perspective. Just like yeah, her, it's her like concert when I saw set. Like, yeah, like I feel like she's an incredible visual artist too, beyond her musical talent. So I, I mean, I would be interested in that. Um, I have it pulled up here. Guesses for 50 yard line seats. So this is uh the stage for reference is gonna be in the middle uh of Gillette, or it's actually at the end of Gillette. So 50 yard line, you'd be about one third of the way there so you're not row row. so you're four sections up so it's stage one two three four uh it's actually double that twelve hundred dollars each each um if you want to sit on the floor uh let's see what those are going actually they are they are not even selling floor tickets um, if you wanted to sit section 112, which if you know Gillette, that is the closest section to the stage there. Those are going for about $2,000. You can buy a row nine for $6,240 each. So for those prices, I will not going, will not be going to see Beyonce. Honestly, um, I can't even think of anyone I would pay that much money to see. Yeah, and the thing is, and like I said, she's so cool visually. Like, I would love to see like a concert film, right? Like, That's if she a did Super Bowl be- ticket. Yeah. Oh yeah, a hundred percent, easily, easily. Um, yeah. yeah, I I think it would be really cool to have like a concert film for this tour. Um, I would totally go see that. But for those prices, I'm yeah, not I would really- go see that. Yeah, I would definitely go see like a tour video. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our pop culture segment tea party i have the aaron Rodgers like retirement conversation aaron Rodgers, i think it was on the pat mcafee show this week because that seems to be the only place he spills any tea said that he was like contemplating doing retirement this season and one of the ways he was going to think about his final decision was he's going to do four days of like darkness isolation to stimulate like dmt this is this was crazy this was probably the craziest thing to come out this week and i think i kind of love him but i also hate him it's just it's really wild like and and the thing is i think aaron Rodgers can kind of get away with it because he's just kind of like weird like he's kind of like the weird uncle of the nfl like i never really know what he's gonna do like next smoke pot in your basement but like also if any other player did that they'd get in trouble yeah so like it's kind of weird um dmt is like insane i have never touched the stuff but Me i've read either. about it i've Did read you see a- young gravy yeah i've read a lot yeah and there's like a whole conspiracy that that is not he really hasn't tripped on it because people that have tripped on dmt a lot of people have similar shared experiences it's a very like cohesively shared drug experience from yes. what i hear yeah so whatever he described people were it, like I just and really people were like about that's it. not yeah i mean from a psychological perspective it's absolutely crazy i've watched a ton of documentaries on netflix about it but i mean aaron if that's what you got to do 
to say i think he's i think that's so cool like the fact that he does that stuff it's just you, some fam. of the things that he does are inevitably do also like and the way you're going about it like just take dmt like if you need to do that yeah like, you that, don't need to you fucking need to, talk about dmt nerd like well not even that but like you don't need to sit isolated in a dark room for four days like that's well, fucking he, crazy I, I, I think that what it does is it's not that he's i don't think he's doing d i know he's done I no 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 he's up. yeah he's not doing it it's activating it in his yes. brain by sitting isolated yes. in a dark room for four days yeah that's crazy like I don't like, want to do it. I'm saying just do it. Like don't do that. Like <laughs> I kind of want to try it. Is that weird? No, I think it's a crazy like it's some uh, uh, so allegedly also it's what your brain gives off when you die. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 I did know insane. that. Insane. Um but yeah, so that's that's Aaron Rodgers. Good for you. That's wild. Literally crazy. I I kind of hope he does retire. I was also thinking, like, so then would that mean if you're in solitary confinement, are you just on DMT all the time? Like, if, no, <laughs> it, you have to be like in like pitch black. That's crazy. I don't yeah. have the wherewithal to do that. I think that's what blows my mind about it. I think um, I would, I would get really scared. <laughs> I would get scared. <laughs> my tea party of the week is I know none of our male audience is going to give a shit, but we are deep in real housewives season right now we have a lot of different franchises that are wrapping up or starting okay which which ones are going and which ones are start like okay great question thank you for asking um potomac is wrapping up uh the week after next so or excuse me this week this upcoming week um with their uh reunion they just released the reunion looks they all look stunning um we then have Miami in midseason also wrapping up um, crazy stuff there. Larsa this season just is like, she's not the star. There's a lot of other things that are going on, but she's, uh, she's something. And the thing is, is she, you know, say what you want about Larsa Pippen. She's turning looks constantly. Like she always is like, I'm like, how old are you? Like you look incredible. Um, so that's that, um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is filming right now. Real Housewives of New York is filming right now. Um, and then we have Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season three, which is coming out. So we have a lot of Real Housewives. Um, and then last night, Vanderpump Rules came back, which is a reality TV show on Bravo. They're in the 10th season. And I was watching with Tyler and my mom, Iconic. And I wanted to talk about this real quick because I haven't seen it anywhere online Again, I'm so sorry to any of the audience that doesn't care, but this is just kind of whack. So there is this girl, Raquel, on this show, Vanderpump Rules, and she is a waitress, and she is drinking at work in the scene. She They're, they're having an event um, as bartenders. I know that's a really popular thing. I never have and never think it's a good idea to drink while you're working at a bar. I just don't think that that's responsible. If that's what you do, you do you, but I just was never taught to do that. So I always cringe when I see it just because I watch a lot of bar rescue too. And I just think that it's like really cringy. So she's stopped out of her mind and she's in the bathroom and they, so on reality TV, you know how there's definitely a producer, like basically being like, like someone's in the bathroom, like go talk to them. So they send this guy, her ex to go talk to her and so that they can get it on camera, whatever. She comes out of the bathroom and she sniffs her nose very aggressively, like does like a like a big inhale as she opens the door, obviously not knowing that the camera was there. And no one's talked about it. They didn't really mention it on the show, but I just thought I'd bring it up because I was watching it and me, Tyler, and my mom all looked at each other and we were like, that was a little <laughs> So not saying that she was doing drugs in the bathroom, but definitely I'm not saying that. Bad. So that was my team. Crazy stuff going on at the restaurant. Sounds about like the restaurant industry that I was in, but I was actually sober when I worked in the restaurant industry. So yeah, yeah. those WeHo bars, man, West Hollywood, they're doing some crazy stuff. Last segment of the week, tweets of the week. Mine is not a tweet. It's just the people who have been in the Saturdays and Seltzers Instagram comments, just there was one that just said woman, another one that just said women. There was another one that was like, if you've never slammed into another dude, you shouldn't be talking about football. Women will never get it. And just like, uh, girls, blah, blah, blah. Like 
dozens of comments about like being anti-women speaking about sports and I just think that it's so funny like even if we're not getting like clicks or views or likes or whatever the fact that like someone is triggered by me talking about football and I've never like strapped on a jock strap is just inevitably funny I don't know yeah I feel very much that being a woman in sports is just all we always like between you, me, and uh, all of us, we all make jokes about it. There's little things and little nuances that happen no matter where you go. But, um, basically, yeah, just a big fuck you to those people. Um, yeah, yeah. uh, it's, I feel bad for you that you feel emasculated by the fact that we can talk about sports. Um, a lot of times guys think it's impressive that we can talk about sports. So if it makes you feel not good about yourself, I apologize, but also go fuck yourself. Um, uh, going off of that, we had a comment on our TikTok this week, uh, this past week, um, that was pro Andrew Tate. And I would like to come on here and say real quick that he is a piece of shit and we do not stand human Wait, what did they say? Um, they said that we should not cancel John Mayer. If you remember in my last episode that uh, women uh, apparently control cancel culture um, and that we are responsible for canceling Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is responsible for canceling Andrew Tate because he is a misogynist and a racist and a human trafficker. So if well, that's who I you're wish that, You know what? <laughs> I love that women are in charge of cancel culture because yeah. we deserve to be. Yeah, but uh, that makes me woke. Actually, my real favorite tweet of the week was Sarah Sivian. If you follow Sarah, if you're on Twitter, I feel like you know Sarah Siv, but she tweeted something along the lines of how pride night jerseys weren't she's also a bisexual woman like openly bisexual I her and like two my hands are starting to turn gray this is really scary um I know a couple of bisexual women in the industry and she is one of them and she had a tweet about how pride jerseys weren't required but like military night um and then like Irish heritage night or whatever was like required and she was like fuck those leprechauns pushing their like ideals on me or whatever and it was just it had me fucking rolling I thought that that was I have Irish heritage oh no I don't um so I'm dying rip um I guess that's all we got Tyler do you have any closing thoughts uh no I did just see uh the Big 12 has agreed to a buyout of Texas and Oklahoma, so they will be in the SEC in 2024. So that's my final thought. I hate it here! She's here. I hate it Hello. here. My laptop okay. died. All right. They, can, they might be able to hear you. I don't know. Did you, did you, I can hear her. Did she hear what you just said? The SEC. They're oh. getting uh, Texas and Oklahoma next year. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy Stop from a college. Trying to make fetch happen. All right. I love it. I, I say keep going. Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> keep on sipping, y'all, and we'll see you next week. Dress game like science, girl. You all plus no minus. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie if you ever want to slice. That's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze too cute. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh-huh.